Hey guys, welcome along to episode 164 of Blind Guy Talks Tech for Monday the 25th of July 2022. Today we're talking about guide dog refusals and an app to help report them. You're listening to Blind Guy Talks Tech, your daily accessible tech podcast. Now, here's that blind guy himself, Stephen Scott. It's a new week and it's a new week of, well, one episode, Sean Priest. Just one this week. Hmm. Are we uh, bad at this job? Why why is there only one? Hello, Stephen, by the way. Why why is there only one, Stephen? Explain yourself. Because I am on my travels and I can't leave you. What? I can't trust Why not? you. I'm more than no, no. Good point. Well, no, no you're definitely I'm not. not. No, no, I'd no, have no. a party in the house and be wrecked. It's not good. No. Exactly. Invite all your friends <sighs> round. It'd be, be a nightmare. Sorry. Um, speaking of inviting our friends round, Robin Christopherson's here. Hello, Robin <laughs> Christopherson. Oh, God bless you, sire. How are you? Really good. Fresh new week, all shiny, and I'm on holiday. So, hey, um, yeah. I w- otherwise, I would help out. You know, Sean, yeah, you and I my could hold the Robin fort. can be trusted. Yeah, yeah he but can no, be sorry. trusted. He can yeah. be trusted. He's on holiday. Oh, well. yeah. Forget it. Okay. So that's Bye. not going to happen. I mean, I have a hunch somewhere <laughs> a podcast episode may appear uh, <laughs> from the. Uh, from I think the Sally quarters of Blind Guy Talks Next, from our other Glasgow office. Yes, the uh, the, the yeah. Gorilla Podcasters, I, th- I believe they're called. Oh, well, you can say that if you yes. like. I no, they, they, they do it Sally. in the shadowy nice. background, and then uh, you know. Oh, it's even worse. Stop it. Oh dear, what are you what are you suggesting? Um, we're talking about guide dogs today. Um, Robin, we're going to get the ultimate answer to the ultimate question. Forty-two. It's always 42. Always. It's also my local bus number. Um, it's not. But uh, yes, I am going to tell you, or, or actually, we're not, I'm not going to tell you, we're not going to tell you, but guide dogs themselves are going to answer the question, should you have a white cane while you have a guide dog? I'm sorry. Is, should you still have one? Is this who wants to be a millionaire? You couldn't build up the tension <laughs> in that any longer. Should you use a white cane if you have a guide dog? That's all the question is. Don't try and build it's it up. You get no, from you've the got horse's no mouth. Yeah, you've got well. no understanding of tension and building up. Oh, I was just getting annoyed. And also, you, and also, you don't understand how my brain works, which was trying to piece that sentence together as I was going along. It's been, it's been a long few days. Um, but uh, yes, uh, that is the question we're going to be answering today. Robin actually got the answer, courtesy of guide dogs well, themselves. Can we just set this up? <laughs> they are amazing. Because Robin is, of course... Man, we're not starting yet. We're not playing no, it yet. No, no, I'm just saying, Robin is of the mindset that you don't need a cane. You should not... Because Robin does not use a cane. He doesn't... No, 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 no hang on. Robin, who, by the way, is here, but he's I'm not talking about at him. all because we can't give him a chance. Um, <laughs> is... is <laughs> Robin not only doesn't... <laughs> Use a yes. cane. He doesn't have That's a cane. Ridiculous! Absolutely ridiculous! Explain yourself, we'll Robin. We'll see. We mm-hmm. will see. All right. Well, let's see what guide dogs say okay. about that. So we'll we'll get to that a bit later. Uh, but we're going to start off with a bit more. Um, well, I don't know if it's a more serious issue, but certainly it's an issue that does affect a lot of people, and that is refusals. Uh, guide dog refusals, where you know guide dog owners go into a restaurant or they try to get a taxi. Taxi driver drives off, or the restaurant drives off. Um, <laughs> Which is obviously quite awkward <laughs> if that happens. <laughs> don't know how that burger would work. Van. But um uh, pie yeah, van. Yep. It's a burger <laughs> van. It just it just drives away. Um Is that because I had a guide dog? Probably. Um 
So yes, that is a very serious issue. But here's the thing. When it happens, what do you do? Do you stamp your feet? Do you talk to the dog about it? Do you uh, report the restaurant or taxi? Yes. Do you... Well, it's like millionaire again. It is. I mean, there's only one thing. Yes, you report them. It's against the law. They're doing the wrong thing. Yes. Do you do a little dance? I don't know what's the matter with him today. What's going on? love. Get down tonight. Right, carry on. It's um, a very serious topic. <laughs> We're all in a very mischievous mood today. I think this is a problem. Um, very serious issue. Come on, Sean, uh, please. Get, get a hold of yourself. It is very serious. And it's more of an issue than you think. I cannot believe in this day and age that anyone can not know that a, a service uh, dog is allowed in, in anywhere, really. I, it blows my mind. You see these... Yeah, that, oh, come no, on. No, you no. well, everybody knows everything about everything all of a sudden, do Yes, they? absolutely. I'm sorry. If you don't know you, a, a guide dog can go in a restaurant, then you're a beeping idiot. You're an absolute moron. You're a fool. Beeping idiot? Yes, right. absolutely. Who doesn't know that? Harsh words. Oh, Sean, it's please. a new member of staff. They don't know. Well, you should know. As, just as a human being, you should be aware of that fact. Where have you been living? It's absolutely ridiculous. So, Robin, how often, or has this happened to you, first off? Has it happened to you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, quite a few times when it comes to restaurants and cafes. Not so much with taxis, but I think that's because I've only ever gone to big cities like London and Birmingham where they're black cabs and they absolutely love the dogs, mm. you know, so that absolutely is fine. But no, um, private cabs, uh, not so much, but... I'm sure it is, you know, a big issue, whether it's because they don't want to get their cars dirty or whether it's because, well, hairy, or whether it's because they're uncomfortable with the dog, have allergies, et cetera, et cetera. But no, absolutely, it is a legal requirement. Um, yeah, several times. Now, you'll know a bit more about this than us, right? Because obviously you've got a guide dog and you've, you've I imagine, are very close to the legislation. But so say, for example, someone drives up to you in a taxi and for, let's say, religious reasons, they don't like dogs and they don't want to have the dog in the car. Is that OK? No. No, it is a legal requirement. Um, it is something that they need to do uh, and be aware of uh, to the extent that if it's going to be a complete no-go area for them for religious reasons, for example, then they actually need to think twice before becoming a taxi driver because it mm. is a legal requirement. So, yeah, the law is quite clear on this. Um, ditto with allergies, although with allergies, you know, you could defumigate the car afterwards by, you know, you keep the windows open. Oh, that's such a um, cop I'm sorry. Oh, I'm allergic. Well, but isn't, isn't there Stop. a... Stop. But isn't there a... a like you can get a medical exemption letter or something. It's not something that they can show. I remember reading about this, that, you know, if, if, for example, someone does have allergies and couldn't have a dog in the car for whatever reason, then as long as they can provide proof of that, then that's okay. Know. I don't know about that. It I don't know that's in different the... in Scotland, is it? Oh, it's ab but... absolutely yeah. true. You can get a medical exemption certificate as in, the, in the, if you're a taxi driver, which you right. actually need to show. You need it to prove. You can't just say, I've got allergies, I'm not taking you. Well, then I mean, let's there's, see a, there's an irony there, right? Because if somebody shows me a piece of paper, it could be anything. No, no, it goes I mean, further it than that. Statement. It goes from the complaint. Because if someone's refusing me, even if they say they've got allergies and they pretend to show me, or they do show me a thing, I'm still going to ring up. I'm still going to say, hey, I was refused. This mm. could be an issue. I want that checked. Because That's I am an a terrible point. human being, yeah. apparently, for saying that you cannot oh. refuse me. I'm sorry, it's ridiculous. 
Thank you. No, well, that's that's actually an interesting point, right? Because so you're suggesting that if that happened to you, you would still report yes. it anyway. That's actually not a bad idea. I'm, no, I think that's actually no, a good no, idea. Yeah, I mean, yeah. well, we don't know what the bit of paper says, I suppose. Well, that's, that's it, yeah, right? That's... It could say, you know, ha, 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 I don't have allergies <laughs> and you're blind. I'm sorry, you can tell by the person's attitude. If someone's... Look, if allergies exist, of course they do, and they can be serious. Now, if someone has... Thank, thanks, have, Doc. Oh, thank you. You're, you're welcome. I'm a medical man. If, if someone has allergies, then they're not going to be funny about it. You can always tell that I, I'm not taking your dog. Sorry, I don't take dogs. La, la, la. That's how it starts. And then it's, oh, I, I'm allergic for medical reasons. I can't. You're a liar. And no, I'm sorry. I, I, I would report them anyway. With so high horse cabs, now, when you um, call to, hire, you know, to, to book one, um, you obviously say that you've got a guide dog. And they confirm there and then, oh, yeah, absolutely, that's no problem. Because they, you know, the person who's on the... Switch. Yeah, switchboard. Um, Look at me. Is aware. It's yeah. not a switchboard. It's switch. It's switch. <laughs> I used to watch EastEnders with Ozcabs. Oh. And uh, they used to have the switch. So, uh, oh, is, is it, it Coronation Street, the, street yeah. cars, is street it? Street cars, that's right, yeah. <laughs> Just a yep. guy sitting with a microphone. <laughs> who's on the Name switch? Uh, so it's Steve. Oh, oh. A lot of rubbish. Sorry, carry on. So, yeah, so they probably will then make sure that you get someone who's fine. Mm. Yeah. Well, the, the, so, the, but yeah. I, I think this is the bit of the conversation that often gets missed out. You know, it's on us to make sure, A, we tell the company. I think if you call a taxi... No, it's not. ...and the, and the guy turns up, well, I, I don't know you about would, that. You would, though, wouldn't you? I think no. you should. Yeah, I think you should. <laughs> well, look, if I go to a restaurant, every time I go to a restaurant now, I always call, even if I go to a hotel and my wife is coming and, well, it sounds like she didn't normally come, I... That doesn't yes. sound right. But yeah, she, when my wife is travelling with me, let's put it that way, and um, she and we go and, and we've got the dog, I always call the hotel first and I say, look, we've got a dog with us. Um, you know, any issues there? Anything we need to know? And every single time, every single time I get, thank you so much for telling us. Funnily enough, I always get the same response nowadays, which is, Thank you so much for telling us. You didn't need to tell us because it is a legal requirement for us to accept guide dogs. Right. However, we appreciate that. And oftentimes we find we even got Hilton gave us a dog bowl. That was nice. <laughs> the thing is, though, they always put you in the accessible room and it's like the Wembley Stadium. Yeah, I know it's too and big. You can't find your way around. <laughs> and I think it's a bit like parking in a, a disabled parking bay or using a, an accessible um, toilet or bathroom, you know, because you think, well, I, do I really need to use this? Am I? Yes. I mean, a bathroom's different, right? Because I yeah. think, well, you're not going to live in there. Um, a hotel, you know, you could be doing someone out of a room for the night, <laughs> frankly, needs that space. Um, but anyway, that's that's an aside. But I, I, it is interesting. I think when it comes to the... I think um, that's different. That's what? apples and oranges, because in a hotel, like you're staying overnight or or maybe, let's say, extended stay. If we're talking about taxis, I'm sorry, I'm not going to give you my life story for a five-minute trip. I, my, the dog will sit in the footwell. Well, no one's asking you to say that. Just say, I've got a dog. Why am I, I mean, telling you, would, you, you that? You would, say, you would say, for example, if you were taking your pet dog with you, yep. because the same rules would apply. I mean, actually, a lot of drivers don't want pet dogs in their car. Mm. Yes, well, guide dogs are more uh, behaved, aren't they? They will sit in the footwell. Oh, yeah, of course they are, yeah. 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 Oh, really I'm behaved, sorry, yeah. how many dogs do you see, guide dogs, do you see jumping from the back seat to the front seat? <laughs> like my dog does when I take it to the vets. <laughs> it would be an absolute nightmare. Does it do laps of the car? It does. Oh, God, and it dribbles. <laughs> it gets laps. so excited and it dribbles. Oh, it's awful. 
I haven't got a guide dog, by the way. This is just my family dog. It's terrible. That's just a terrible dog. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, I, I do think it's good for us to to at least explain. I'm not saying no, that we should say it pander, because Stephen. don't give in to it. No, I'm I'm just. Oh, it's I a think war. it's it's decency to say, and oftentimes it means that you get a bigger car, or you you know, as they'll send an estate car or something. That's quite nice. Okay. I will say this though, and, and I don't know if anyone else has got this problem, but in where I live, there are about three different taxi companies. Not Uber. There's no Uber where I live, but there are three different taxi companies. They all have apps to book cars. None of them have the capability to book a pet car, as they call it. That's hmm. just not a thing. And I find that interesting. I have referred that back to them. I said, look, you know, you don't even have an option for this. You can you can choose like a four seater car or an eight seater car or a a coach with 59 seats in it, but I can't choose anything that includes a dog. And I, you know, I can put notes in, but more often than not, those never get read. Hmm. So, you know, I have always have to call up the company. And that's getting harder to do because these companies are pushing you towards using their apps. God bless them. So, it's great. You know, I love it. Sharon on the Switch can, you know, get a, Oh, it is called the off. Switch, apparently, no? Yeah, okay. Uh, I see. Yeah, no one uses it because they're all on the app. <sighs> yes, which is usually not accessible, by the way. Um, but that's by the by. Um, I, I, I just don't, this is a right. And as I said, I, I come back to the start of the conversation, whereas I find it incredibly difficult to believe how people can have a problem with a guide dog. I'm sorry, I just do. There is absolutely no reason why people shouldn't know this by now. Oh, it's, it's simple. I mean, well, I, I think in terms of taxis, it's about, I just don't want a dog in the car. Simple as exactly. that. That's all it yeah. is. In a shop, I agree with you. I think that apps, I mean, there's a sign usually on the door Although if we're talking major department stores, the doors are, you know, 15 feet wide. So I mean, I wouldn't even know there is a door half the time. So, you know, you might not notice the little tiny sticker on it that says guide dogs welcome. Um, or, you know, guide dogs only, however they might say. What but would they say? I, what I, would they say? I'm sorry. You, you come, well, Robin, where, where do you stand on this, Robin? Because I know him. He'll just sit and say, oh, everybody should know everything and that's yes, all they fine. Should. Robin. But, but actually, don't you think that we're expecting a lot from people who oftentimes are on minimum wage, who oh, have got a lot of things it. in their mind. Oh, yeah. No, I'm sorry, oh, but hang on. Them. A lot of things oh, going on in their no. lives. Oh. And frankly, knowing every piece of legislation in this country, all of a sudden they're all lawyers. Oh, like a, a disabled you can person only, you can needs their here. dog. If, if, you're, if you refuse the dog, you're refusing the disabled person. But if you don't person. know. Of course they know. How can you not know? It's a guide dog. But they, they obviously don't Robin, know or they wouldn't refuse. Robin, come on. Chains, absolutely. Um, in the, you know, what? like private, um, chain them up. What did you say? No, chain, <laughs> you know, shops. like, oh, right, yeah, right. Shops. I thought that was a bit, yeah. um, a bit harsh, even for me, <laughs> would be the ones that would refuse. So, um, yeah, I mean, we've got a little, um, demo in a second of, of the app that we mentioned about at the beginning, hmm. and I have a little bit of an intro into it about when I was refused recently. And yeah, this was uh, an independent, that's the word I was looking for, independent uh, restaurant. Uh, yeah, so name you it. Know, Turkish, Turkish restaurant. Name it and shame it. Why not? How, how dare they refuse you? Well, you'll see. You'll see why not in a All second. Right. Okay, well, let's get to that. Let's actually get to that because you put this together. This is looking at an app that we can now use to re report these refusals. So this is Robin and uh, this is... His story of refusal. It's not unusual for guide dog owners to be refused access to restaurants, cafes and taxis. Judith and I had an experience recently, that's my wife, 
and I were going to a uh, Turkish restaurant and they refused entry and we asked to speak to the manager and he refused too. So we actually contacted the guide dogs via their new email address. And as a result, there was a happy ending to the story because they agreed to put literature in the window, advertising that guide dogs were welcomed and they gave us um, a free voucher, a voucher for a free meal. We contacted information at guidedogs.org.uk. There is also an 0800 number, which is new, and that's 0800 781 1444. And that email address and telephone number is for any inquiries that you have uh, relating to guide dogs, access issues, um, the My Guide service, etc. Anything to do with guide dogs. Uh, as of a few months ago, that's the new central phone number and email address. But recently, a couple of weeks ago, they also announced that they have a new app called Access Refusals. And this app is what I'm going to show you now. And it has some really interesting and useful information in there and a quick way of contacting guide dogs if you want to do it that way too. So in the App Store, if you just search for guide dogs, it's called Guide Dogs Access Refusals. But when you have installed it, downloaded it, etc., it will just be called Guide Dogs on your home screen. So let's open up the app. Open doors for guide dogs. Heading. Our new app helps guide dog owners quickly and easily report access refusals so we can build a true picture of the number of refusals taking place. This will help our campaign to put a stop to them altogether. Guide dog owners can also use the app to educate businesses using our template letters or ask for more support from guide dogs. Together, we can make sure everyone knows they need to have open doors for guide dogs. Report access issue button. Display access card button. Now, these two buttons are also reproduced in the tabs at the bottom, so we won't look at those right now. Our research shows that 75% of assistance dog owners have been refused access to a restaurant, shop or taxi. Guide dog owners have told us what a negative impact this can have on their well-being and how it limits their ability to live the life they choose. And now to the four tabs at the bottom. Access card. Tab 1 of 4. Tab. Report access issue. Tab 2 of 4. Tab. Contact guide dogs. Tab 3 of 4. Tab. Resources. Tab 4 of 4. Tab. So let's start with the access card, which is the first tab. Access card. Tab 1 of 4. Tab. A legal right to access. Heading. By law, working guide dogs have the right to enter taxis, shops, restaurants and other places open to the public. Heading. For more information visit www.equalityhumanrights.com www.equalitany.org Some useful information there. When you are presented with a refusal, you can show them that information and make it very clear that it is a legal requirement to let you in, whether it's the restaurant, the cafe, the taxi, etc. Report access issue. Tab 2 of 4. Tab. Report access issue. Heading. Experienced a new access or inaccessible public space issue. Heading. Report issue. Button. Report issue. Back. Button. Report issue. Heading. Question 1 of 1. Issue type. Option 1 of 2. Access refusal. Report when you have been refused access or incurred extra charges due to your guide dog. Radio button. Option 2 of 2. Inaccessible public space. Report barriers experienced when out and about. Radio button. So I'm not actually going to choose 
any of these items as we go down, but the whole form is here for us to review. Question two of seven. Location of issue required. Location of issue required. Button. Search for and then allow alert. Allow guide dogs to use your location. Allow guide dogs to access map. Precise. Allow once. Button. Guide dogs. Search for and then select the business where the issue took place. Okay, so here is where you can identify your location on a map if you have just been refused access to a business and there are points of interest as well. So you can, you know, search for businesses nearby. Close button. Location of issue required button. Option two of two. Inaccessible public space. Radio button. Question three of seven. Date and time of issue required. Date and time of issue required. Date. Current value. Wednesday the 13th of July, 2022. Button. Date and time of issue required. Time. Current value. 16. Button. Question 4 of 7. Define issue required. Option 1 of 2. I believe I was refused access as a result of my guide dog. Radio button. Option 2 of 2. I believe I was treated differently slash unfavorably as a result of my guide dog. Radio button. Question 5 of 7. Please describe the incident and its impact. Please describe the incident and its impact. Text field. D question 6 of 7. Upload audio evidence. Optional. Add file. If you manage to get an audio recording of the incident, then you can upload it here. Question 7 of 7. What action would you like to take? Required. Option 1 of 4. I want to contact the business to tell them about the incident in the law. Radio button. Option 2 of 4. Share incident with guide dogs and receive advice before taking action. Radio button. Option 3 of 4. Share incident with guide dogs and we will send educational information to the business on access rights. Anonymous. Radio button. Option 4 of 4. Share the incident with guide dogs for campaigns and reporting purposes. Radio button. Continue. Button. Okay, that's the end of the form. Uh, we won't hit continue because we haven't filled out any of the details, but this is where it would be submitted to guide dogs. Contact guide dogs. Tab three of four. Tab. Okay, the third of the four tabs is about contacting guide dogs. We won't go into this one, but we will look at the fourth one, which is resources. Resources. Tab four of four. Tab. Resources. Heading. Your access rights with your guide dog. This document provides you with information on your access rights as a person with sight loss with a guide dog. Button. Refused access. Be clear on your rights. We've created a simple way to remember what to do if you're refused access to a venue or service. Just think clear. Button. Just think clear. And that's an acronym. I'm not actually going to go in there. I'll let you see what that stands for yourself. And then just a couple of other resource links. FAQs. Frequently asked questions. Button. Privacy policy. Button. Cookie policy. Button. There you go, guys. That's it. Access refusals. But if you just search for guide dogs, then you will easily find the app. And I hope it will help everyone get better access and fewer refusals going forward. So that's your story, Robin. And of course, that's the app as well. Um, and thank you for going through mm -hmm. that. You know, just going back to the beginning there, when you talked about your story and your experience, you know, you said that that restaurant had a bit of a turnaround and, and it, you know, literally an overnight. Okay, right, this is a restaurant that accepts guide dogs. Absolutely. That doesn't seem like a restaurant to me that is 
refusing guide dogs because they don't like dogs. It's... Well, I mean, you know, so yeah, Turkish restaurant, Aubergine, nice restaurant um, <laughs> in Warwick. <laughs> Do they know what that and... emoji is? <laughs> Suits well, them. Probably not. But um, wow. yeah, so I would imagine they didn't know beforehand. I would be surprised if we were the first people, though, in Warwick, which Warwick and Leamington are joined, as people may or may not know. But Leamington is like the hub, the national um, centre for guide dogs is here and there are guide dogs every 50 yards. So, um, you know, maybe we were the first. I don't know. Hasn't been there that long. But yeah, they were um, not keen at all at the beginning and very welcoming now. So um, that kind of sounds like they didn't know. And they just thought, whoa, there's no place I'm, for dogs I'm not in a, surprised in that people restaurant. don't know. That doesn't surprise me that people don't know. There's lots of things I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> a yeah. lot of things I, mean, I don't know. they should know. So, yeah. Um, but yeah. But they only know when they, sure know, they know, right? I mean, the... like you say, I mean, okay, you're saying that that town's full of guide dogs, but that doesn't necessarily mean anything. Because I'm sorry, but yeah. guys, we yeah. are still a bit invisible in this world. And, you know, that's part of the problem that, you know, until we speak up, until we're seen as more than just... I don't know, whatever people think we are. Um, and, you know, then we wander in with a dog. It's like, no way, not having this. Because they don't have a clue. And they just think, well, I'm not having a dog in my restaurant. Why would I want a dog in a restaurant? The, the other customers won't want that. Um, and once the explanation happens, then, and they, especially when they realise it's a legal requirement. Oh, good for them. Oh, well, that's it. I can't bite my tongue anymore. Oh, well, they had a turnaround. Oh, what a beautiful story. They should make a Hollywood movie out of it. <laughs> It's a heartbreaking story of, of uh, acknowledgement and knowledge and a, a turnaround of personality. What a bunch yeah. of gits for the first thing. <laughs> How dare they stop you going in there because you've got a guide dog? I mean, uh, how, oh, you can't know everything. You know what? I'll give you that. But you do know certain things when you're opening up a business. You should know. Uh, health and safety, for example. What are you doing in your kitchen? Are you serving human flesh to people? No, of course not. That'd be ridiculous. They know they shouldn't do that. It's exactly the same when it comes to treating people with disabilities. <laughs> I think, I think, wow. I think even, you even, even realised that the wheels, that one. the wheels have fallen off that argument. This <laughs> has turned into a horror movie. And that, look, that, what, that Hollywood beautiful story. That kebab. <laughs> what I'm saying. Who's directing this, Baz Luhrmann? What's going on here? You, look, the argument of people can't know everything only goes so far. I'm sorry, but you need to treat people with decency. And by turning you away, I mean, how did they treat you, Robin? Uh, I know you were saying no, no, no. Were they doing it very nicely and smiley and whatever? Yeah. I'm sure. But see, at yeah. the same time, they're saying you cannot go in there. That's what they're saying. You are not welcome. Well, they're saying that. They're saying that. Well, disgrace. yeah. I mean, I every think... situation is different, and I think what I would say is that there are also. There can be blame on our side as well. You know, nope. I think many people do often go in. I mean, anybody who starts off going into a restaurant... I would wreck the place if they turned me down. <laughs> well, but, but here's the thing. Anybody who walks into a restaurant filming with a camera... This is the same Sean, guys. Don't worry. He hasn't been um, possessed. I'll be turning no, no, tables but, but, over. But let me just say this. Anybody who walks into a restaurant filming with a camera, to me, is already foaming at the mouth, ready for a fight. And as soon as this the person says, I'm sorry, you can't come in here uh, with the dog, it, it just all, you know, it's like the first words out of the, their mouths are, ah, it's legal rights. And, and I think, yes, absolutely, that it is wrong to be refused. Here's the but, yeah, but. Attitude is everything. It really is. Yeah. Attitude is everything. I'll give you that for the first two minutes. 
hey, did you know, actually, you're not allowed to... Well, that, that's my point, uh, right? If you, if you walk... Well, absolutely, right? Attitude is everything. Anger is, is not necessary, I think, from the first second. If no. there's a need to get annoyed, if it's, if it's clear, if someone's being rude to you, if it's becoming... They're becoming aggressive to you, absolutely you should turn back on that and you should deal with that as appropriate. But... And we saw in the app there, didn't we, that you have the uh, ability to upload audio. Mm. So, you know, if you have Why been refused... Video? Maybe that's not our forte, yeah. but yeah, talking about audio video. upload. Yeah, but in yeah. fairness, it's easier so, to record I mean, a video than it's account uh, audio. Hang on, hang yeah, on till I open up my app and uh, hang on. Where's the where's the record button on voice memos again? <laughs> Just press record, Apple Watch, easy. I actually think that that um, kind of points at there being some really quite friction frictionful. Mm interactions yeah, there. I think you're right, actually. You know, because yeah. that audio might be quite telling. So, I don't know. I mean, yeah, there might be some really unpleasantnesses going on around the country, but um, Sean's absolutely right. They should know. Uh, whether ah. I would trash the joint? Not <laughs> no, no, obviously. Not no, no we're not calling for that, Robin. Of course not. How dare you? You're taking it too far. I would simply walk into every table and say, oh, sorry, I can't see. Is that, is that oh, the restaurant yeah. that's serving human flesh, Sean? Yes. Right, that, just check. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, I took that bit far. I do, um, I do admit. It's, you know, it, it's, yeah, there's really no words to describe Look, my thoughts people, on that one. People will walk in with their cameras on the ready because it's probably the fifth time that month that they, you know, they're, they're expecting to be refused and they're, they're, they're on the, they're ready to go. And absolutely, because, you know, it's one word against another. The thing with smartphones is that everyone's a recording now everyone's a so cameraman what, okay, but hang on what do you think's going on then because right if you're saying in one hand oh well no people must know there's no way they mu- they can't know why is it happening so regularly then for, for these that, people who are going in there and like you say i know there's loads of people on twitter i see the same faces the same names coming up time and time again saying another refusal another refusal it's happened again it's happened again and these people are clearly getting out a lot they're going to different restaurants different places getting in taxis all that it's happening a lot to those people why if, that, why, if you're saying, well, look, people just know, they just know, or they should know, or they absolutely they should, should know, know. Yes. then why is this happening so regularly? Why are people idiots? I don't know, but people are idiots. But that means they don't uh, know if you're saying that. Yeah. So they don't know. So they don't care to look into it. They haven't got the common sense to know that a guide dog is there as a service animal is there because we need them Sean, to Sean, how be many there. times have we been in situations where people have been amazed that we can dress ourselves, get out the front door, um, use a phone. Shh, don't tell the DLA. <laughs> um, no. The... <laughs> Come to Scotland, yeah, we've got it sussed up here, it's fine. That's, that's different. That's totally different Isn't to me. It? That's Yes, yes, people's um, expectations of our potential is different from... Actually, that's knowledge, uh, isn't it? Treating, well, yes. This is rights versus, you know, perceived abilities, isn't it? But I mean, it it must be an issue because guide dogs have had to make an app. So, (laughs) oh, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's absolutely an issue. It is. But why is it an issue? Is the is the question? I guess Stephen's asked. Definitely widespread lack of knowledge of the law, and you know, in many cases, from a cultural point of view horrified to think that an animal is allowed into an eating place or maybe into their taxi for i mean i've been in people's taxis um where they've they've clearly been petrified about Mm -hmm. this guide dog he's not going to bite me is he and he's under the you know he's curled up under the um 
in the footwell, chairs pulled right back. Um, you know, we go over a little bump or something. So he kind of sits up to see what's going on and he happens to sit up in such a way that his mouth is right next to the, you know, gear lever and stuff. Oh, is he friendly? You know, he's like, you can tell that he's petrified, but he, he allowed him in, you know, oh, so that's really I, good. I, yes. I, do feel I had a like driver once. It goes against... I, I had this guy once Sorry? and he, so we've got little Dougal, our, our pet dog, and he's tiny, right? I mean, he's not a big dog and he's sitting... You know, between my feet in the front, in the front, um, the, 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 in the front area, you know, the, the well where they sit in, and he's not, he's not bothering with the driver. He's not bothered. He's just sitting there. He's quite tired, so he's just, he's just about to lie down. The driver is leaning over constantly, like, is, is he okay? Is, is he going to, is he going to bite me? Is, is, is he going to lick something? Is he going to do something? And, and he's going, hello, hello. And of course, the dog's reacting. And I'm saying, if you leave the dog alone, I guarantee you, he'll just go to sleep. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just I, I, I'm a bit nervous around dogs. I said I'm nervous around you. You're driving a car. Get a oh. grip. You're an adult right. man. Calm down, Stephen. Blimey. I was like, come <laughs> on, really? Well, <sighs> listen. I'm going to say this because I'm, I'm, I'm glad Robin said something because it's there is this culture aspect to it as well, and I, I feel like it's a little bit. We don't want to mention it. Honestly, I've got no problem with mentioning it at all because I know so many people from, um, you know, Eastern European, sorry, Middle Eastern, yeah. um, you know, India, Sri Lanka, uh, Africa, even all of these places. We've, we've got so many friends and it, it, there's a massive adjustment that they have to undergo in becoming comfortable with dogs as pets. Really, mm -hmm. they do. Yeah. You know, it's just not a thing. Dogs are strays or Unclean. guard dogs. Yeah, yeah. Really, very vicious. Well, and yeah, it's also unclean. seen as part of the religion so, that, especially Muslim, for example, Muslim religion, where the animal is unclean. You know, you wouldn't want to touch a dog. And mine is. Oh, gross! Yes, they're absolutely <laughs> right. It is. Well, I mean, it's Muslims that have moved in next door, and they're potty about Hugo. But yes, yeah. in, in you know, there are definite cultural. But differences. it is a culture change. But I mean, we do have to recognise that there is a problem uh, in, in that certain sector when it comes to guide dogs, right? Or, or not? Yeah, I agree. Sector and that sounded a, weird know, in that community. Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah, you know. And but we feel we probably have similar. Feel funny about saying no, that. No, no, but I'm I think, not entirely I think sure why. But the problem is, it's then it goes from from okay. So how do you get from, you know, the, the problem, which is that people want to get in cars and want to you know go to restaurants and enjoy all that, to you know getting to where they are. So if someone is is petrified of a dog or you know some. I think there has to be some kind of, I mean, don't get me wrong, we all know that there are situations where people just drive off. I know I've been there. I've been standing outside somewhere. It's late at night. I've been waiting. My wife and I have been standing there with the dog. The, the car pulls up and immediately, just, you know, I get a call. Hi, that's yes. me here. Where are you? Oh, I'm here. You'll notice me. I've got the guide dog. <laughs> and they're off. Yep. And it has happened so many times. Well, not happened so many times, but it has happened a lot to us. And um, I, I know that a lot of that is just, you know, I don't want a, car, a dog in my car, so that's the end of it. But there are clearly people who are terrified of dogs and they don't necessarily have to deal with dogs on, you know, most days of the year, right? I mean, they're taxi drivers, they, they carry people and most people don't have dogs with them. So, you know, I can understand why it's, I mean, people say, well, why are you a taxi driver then? Well, that's ridiculous, right? I mean, it's like that's what you get into the business to do, take people about. Uh, and clearly there should be enough taxi drivers around to be able to pick up the slack for all these guide dog owners who want to move around. So, you know, I, I don't necessarily, I think the, the problem is that we often start this from a point of it's a legal right, end of story. So everybody must do everything that's, that's necessary to be done here. 
That's me. Yes, correct. But I think that we've got to look a bit closer to it than that. And I think mm. I'm, I'm not in disagreement with anybody, right? I know I've been there. I've seen it. I've been part of it. I get it. I've friends who've gone through it. It's, it's, it's horrible. And in some cases, it can be dehumanizing, um, especially in restaurants. I, I must admit, I've never experienced it. But again, a lot of it is because I tend to call ahead. Wherever I'm going, I tend to call ahead. Even if I'm out in town, I would call ahead. Just say, look, just so you know, we've got a guide dog. Uh, are we going to face any issues? Is everyone okay? No, no, that's absolutely fine. No problem at all. Um, and it means then that if we walk into the restaurant and I get a refusal, which hasn't happened, but if it did, at least then I've got something to say. Well, I spoke to Tracy and she said it was fine. So where's Tracy? And then we get Tracy out and we sort it out. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think we have to, I, I know that we want to be able to, of course, we want to be able to move around freely and do everything we want to do. But we're kind of doing things sometimes that are against the grain, like taking a dog into a restaurant. Yes, I know it's a legal right. I get it. But if you don't understand the law, you might come up against some friction. So if you if can help to... that by maybe just, you know, grease the wheels for your own sake, for your own sanity, if nothing else. And just, you know, take some control of it and say, look, we want to go to that restaurant, that's it. Now, if I go into a restaurant, someone's rude to me, I'm never going back to that restaurant and I will make sure the whole world knows it's the worst restaurant on earth. Don't ever go in there, they're horrible people. They don't want us blind folk in there. I'll tell the world that, that's fine. But I think that to me is, you know, long, long, long after a situation, you know, that's just instantly developed in front of me. If you go into a restaurant and you get a refusal, you would obviously ask to speak to the manager because one would hope that the manager knows about the legal requirement, whereas the waiting staff might not. In the case of a private cab, you know, they may or may not know. And it's not as easy to get hold of their manager, mm. i.e. the kind of, you know, call centre people or whatever. And with Uber, that's Switch. kind of further removed again. <laughs> Switch, Nintendo Switch. Um you know, with Ubers, it's kind of further removed again because there's not that recourse, is there? You know, it's all in the app. And if they don't kind of, if they see you there and just carry on driving on and decline the fare, then I don't know what the channel there would be. But yeah, so there's, there are You would call Uber and tell them, let them move through the app. Yeah, there's absolutely a recourse there. Uber is an interesting one because on the, on the, the front of it, they're very, um, yes, yes, pro- you know, the disabled people's travel and everything. But in the background, they're lobbying. They are fighting against um, allowing people, you know, they they charge time for people to get into the, if if you take a little bit longer to get into a car, if you're a wheelchair user, for example, they charge Mm -hmm. you for that, or at least they used to. They've recently lost a court case on that. Um, Yeah, because it's a reason. Remember the the whole thing about rating as well. You've got that whole rating thing, which I I, I hate that. It's one of the worst... I don't mind Uber. I'll use it in London. That's usually in big cities like, you know, for example, Toronto or New York or whatever. I'd use them there. But that's probably as far as it goes. What I cannot stand is this rating thing that's going on. So, you know, I get in the car. If I'm in a bad mood, and let's be honest, that's most days, I get into the car. You can't be in a bad mood in an Uber. In London, Sorry. of course not. Why? Who would ever be in a bad mood in London? Oh, wait, <laughs> the entire city. Um but you get into an Uber in London, right? And you, you know, you're sitting there. You've got to be, oh, did you have a nice day? And it's all lovely. Because all you're thinking is, I don't want my rating to go down. And I've had my rating go down. And I am like, 
I am the nicest person in the no, world. And I am. I am the nicest. Only because of my ratings affected if it's not. So I go in there <laughs> and I am the ni- I am like, I am full of chat. I'm how you doing? I'm like, hey, it's a great day. Uh, are you busy? I have a but feeling you there's, a new, there's a new option about um, silent, a silent yes, ride. Yes, that's right. Silent mode, yeah. yeah. I've used that, that a few times. I've actually used that a few times. <laughs> really but awkward. If you... If they ha- if they decline the the call the fare at the last minute because they see you've got a guide dog, the rating thing doesn't kick in, does it? Because the fare never started. Oh, no, that's oh. right. That's right. Oh. So that is the issue. There, I actually I noticed yeah, my, this whole my rating, rating has gone down, and I I actually didn't think about it until someone mentioned it to me. They said it's because you're blind, and I said, well, no, but I and I immediately said, well, I do have a guide dog, and they went, oh, it doesn't matter. And I was like, I've what? never got an Uber. There you go. And I'm convinced every time I order it, everything's fine. And then it gets cancelled, as you say, when they turn up. Do you, do you tell them in advance? Because I used to send a note. Nope. And I, and funny, you know, I, you know I, was, I was saying about how when I call a restaurant, whether I would call, let, let them in advance. I did the same thing. I set up on, on, on the iPhone, well, on Mac as well. You can set up this fantastic feature called text replacement. And, you know, with a couple of, you know, keystrokes or, you know, or, or, or a you know, selection of letters you've chosen that you would maybe, maybe never type. IGC. I got cane. Yeah, exactly, yeah. right? So okay. IGC in this case, right? So I would type in there, hello, I'm blind. You might notice me. I'm the guy with the sunglasses and the, you know, white cane. I like to write a book when I'm sending it to drivers. And um, also, I, I also, got cane was quick. I also, but yeah, no, but... Also, oh, could can, be uh, I, misinterpreted. <laughs> yeah, I think maybe that's where you're going wrong. Actually, no, I think you're thinking about this. I think you might be going wrong there. Uh, but no, I, I almost like to get my ultimate fulfillment of the three characters. So if I was writing IGC, I almost want you know, war and peace to drop yes. into that because then it that. feels like it's kind of, you know, worth the time. Um, but yeah, so all right, you know, hi, I'm blind and I've got white cane and I'm wearing sunglasses and you'll see me first. So, you know, that's fine. And more often than not, that works really well. But it was uh, kind of following the, pan- well, not following the pandemic, but essentially following lockdowns um, that I noticed when I wasn't getting any, <laughs> any Ubers. And I thought, that's interesting. Um, no one wants to touch you. No. Maybe 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 that's what it, maybe that's what it is. Maybe they think, well, I've got to guide him, and I don't want to touch him because he's got cases of COVID. True. So maybe that yeah, maybe that is a factor. This is what I mean. That there's other things going on in the world, right? It's not all, you know, an attack oh, on during us during a global pandemic. Yes, there may be there may be another issue. Any other time? No, not at all. Mm. Mm. You know what? I'm actually I'm going to agree with you though, Stephen, on the calling ahead thing with a guide dog because mm-hmm. I actually think you're right that that that's. Partly manners, but partly it is a slightly different. It's a strange situation, maybe, or it's a out of the ordinary situation. That just giving them a heads up. There's nothing wrong with that. I, I think you're actually mm-hmm. you're you're right on that. Um, there, I said it. We're going to play in a bit of an interview now, or we'll see how much of the interview we'll, we'll get in. We'll, we'll play some of this because there's a question in here. This one <laughs> I'm interested in is the question that is asked <laughs> by Robin to the wonderful people at Guide Dogs. When we were at Site Village, Robin went over to the Guide Dog stand. And he had a nice chat with them. And he did ask the question. I'm really proud of you, Robin, for doing that. I'm proud of you for asking this mm-hmm. question because uh, you, you're a bigger man than me. I, I don't mean you are, literally. Um, but what I will say, it well, you know, <laughs> height-wise, if nothing else. Um, I didn't think so. Well, I don't know. I can't tell. But, you know, anyway, just go with it. So um, you went over and you did ask the question, the ultimate question that we've all been wondering you know, from from a guide dog's perspective here, right? If you have a guide dog, should you still use or have a white cane? Use and have a white cane, I think, are two very different questions, actually. But you asked about using a white cane and having a white cane in the question. So we're going to play that in now. 
This is uh, Robin talking to the wonderful people at Guide Dogs at Sly Village Central and Solihull when we were all together a few weeks back. OK, I'm here on the Guide Dogs stall. Has it been a busy one? It has been, yeah. It's been lovely. It's just nice to be back out and amongst people again and been doing these events in person. It's been yeah. really nice. Let's hope it's not going to be a super spreader event. <laughs> no, very much not, yeah. Oh, I was going to go on holiday at the weekend. Nice. <laughs> so I'm here with Andy. Hello, yes, I'm Andy Farrell. I'm service marketing officer for Guide Dogs covering the Midlands and east of England, which I essentially tell people about our different services. Well, I say I tell people about our different services. The dogs don't really need me. They very much advertise themselves. Yep, absolutely. The biggest drawer in the place, I think. Um, so this is for a podcast called Blind Guy Talks Tech. And, you know, we could talk about tech, but first of all, I want to talk about the blind guy, Stephen, who, Stephen Scott, and yeah. the other blind guy on the show, Sean Priest. And they've been giving me a lot of grief recently because oh, um, I am a guide dog owner, as you can see. Got Hugo here. And a very, very happy guide dog owner. He's my fourth guide dog. But they're all saying that you absolutely need to have a white cane as well, just in case. <laughs> and they're horrified at the fact that I've... I don't... You know, there's not one in the house. I can't tell you the last time I used a white cane. And I thought I'd come to you guys to get the official line. Do you encourage guide dog owners to always have a white cane handy? Absolutely. Oh. I've had this conversation several times today. Sorry if I get you in trouble here. OK, thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> what I would say is that... Um, yeah, the best way I ever heard it described to me was by a guide dog owner who said having his dog was like having a sat-nav, having a cane was like using EA to Z. Now, it can be more tiresome, but what I would say is that, you know, the, if the last two years has proved anything, the world's an unknown place. Anything can happen to our poor dogs. We have 12 attacks on guide dogs reported a month by other pet dogs. Wow. Um, any one of those could potentially be a career-ender. What I would say is you never want to be in a position where you can't go outside because you don't have your dog. You know, I love our dogs. Our dogs are amazing. You don't want to become entirely dependent upon your dog. And so having that access to a long cane and having those skills, it's the difference between being able to go to the chemist and get your own prescription on the weekend or having to wait for someone to come and take you to the chemist. And, you know, I think it, it, it's, for me, it's... A no-brainer, having the long cane and the dog is an absolute must. So it sounds like I've been lucky to have not missed having a long cane <laughs> as part of my kit, you know, uh, along with my, my mobility solution, along with... Um, I mean, he's my fourth guide dog now, Hugo, and they've all been absolutely brilliant. Fantastic. But are you saying that I should have been um, given mobility training for a white cane and encouraged to, you know, and checked up on the fact that I've... Got, still got good mobility skills with a white cane? Because I know you guys do that as well, don't you? We do do that. What I'm saying is it's, I think there's, a, to an extent, a level of personal accountability and that, you know, it's about taking... You know, my mum was a great philosopher. She was always one for very much, you plan for the worst and you'll never be disappointed. Um, and I think that's sage advice in that if you're aware that, that there's a changeable situation that could happen then why not plan for that change and have something in place to make sure that you don't become isolated? And I think that's the most important thing, because we're aware, you know, we have our waiting pool, and very rarely do you move seamlessly from one dog to another without any waiting time whatsoever. No-one wants to be in the position where they're stuck in the house during that waiting time. OK, right then. So that's me told. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, not at all. I kind of suspected that you'd say that, because it's a belt and braces, isn't it? Like you say, exactly. you never want to be without mobility. Um, 
Okay, so let, can we talk tech for a second we, now? We can try. <laughs> I'm a little bit of a Luddite, but I can give it my best go. I really just want your impressions, you know, working for Guide Dogs, and you know, there's a lot of tech out there. Mm -hmm. I'm sure that you, um, well, Guide Dogs as an organization is looking hard at how tech can complement a dog. Very much so. Um, is there anything foremost in your mind, which, you know, when, when we're talking about tech for today, that, that Guide Dog owners use and find useful? And Not Tomorrow, you know, will there ever be tech that will replace a dog? Oh, I've had this conversation before around tech that would replace a dog. The thing is, around tech that can replace a dog, there are is fantastic examples and apps and you know, opportunities out there for people to increase their mobility through using technology. Um, the dogs give more than guiding, though, and I think that's how they are hard to replace. And there's room for both, I think, potentially. In that, and you know, we've seen already that there's opportunities for us to use technology to monitor the way our dogs are being bred and the way our dogs develop in early training and late training. Um, I think possibly the thing that I would point to most, though, with regards to guide dogs, is actually our. But we do have a commitment to technology and we identify that it does make a difference for people. Um, we've got our Tech for All offer for children and young people where we'll give a free iPad to any child, free to 18, with a visual impairment. Wow. And it's about identifying the impact that technology has had on their life. You know, technology is a cat that's out of the box. It's not going to mix my metaphors here. It's not a genie that's going back into the bottle. <laughs> you know, it's there now. Then the, the idea of limited screen time whilst desirable you know we know our kids are going to school and that they're going to be put on an ipad put on a computer screen they need to develop skills that will help them with technology and i think the commitment of tech for all and that attempt to try and put ipads into the hands of children who can benefit from them both is an, an indication of guide dog's commitment to the importance of technology in supporting the sight loss community that's amazing. I hadn't heard of Tech for All. Is that a new initiative? We ran it last year. If you haven't heard of it, it might be my fault. It's my job to tell people about <laughs> it. So sorry, we're even now. <laughs> um, we gave away 5,000 iPads out last year nearly. Um, this year we're giving away 2,500. Um, so it is something that's been fairly popular. Is that um, regional or UK-wide? No, it's UK-wide. OK. Um, so as I say, what I would say, if there's anybody who hears this who has a child, 3 to 18, yeah, apply and... Um, eligibility criteria wise um, it's any child who would potentially go onto the register evidence wise doesn't need a CVI a letter from a professional QTVI um, letter from an ophthalmologist an appointment letter with a condition on um, can be used as evidence brilliant so no robot guide dogs as yet but free <laughs> iPads for youngsters so fantastic very much so where can people find out more uh, if they go to our website www.guidedogs.org.uk forward slash tech for all if they want information about the technology offer but there's information about all of our services on the website Andy thank you so much and guide dogs I cannot thank you enough for you know the fantastic mobility that you've given me and uh, yeah maybe I'll have to go and uh, look at the uh, canes that they have on offer on other stuff Thanks very, a lot. You're very welcome. Thank you for your time. Cheers, mate. Cheers. There you go. Finally, the question has been answered once and for all. And okay, I put my hand up. Yeah, they absolutely said you should ah. have a white ah. cane. <laughs> there you go. So you should have a cane. So yeah, come on, Robin. He was, he was quite... What, um, what kind of cane are you going for? Uh, are you going to go for uh, one of those little carbon fibre numbers? Are you going to go for a... <laughs> You're going to go for Council Cane? What are you going for? Council Cane? Um, <laughs> yeah, Council Cane. Council Cane. Council give you? <laughs> Not sure what that sounds nice to me. Council Cane. It's a big, thick one. That's, like what, my that's, what, call, that's what we call were. water up in Scotland. We call it Council Juice. 
Ah. <laughs> oh, wow. So, yeah, he was really emphatic, wasn't he? That um, as a backup, you, you really should of have a cane should. to hand. Yes. Yeah. 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 Who absolutely. Knew? Do you know what? <laughs> crazy. Of course you should. It's that funny because I. you, Robin, didn't it? I, I go out with my dog, who is, by the way, a, <laughs> not a, a guide dog. Go, he's, no, he's not a guide dog. He's a, uh, but he is a, a Labrador, a yellow lab. And I go out with mine, and obviously, sunglasses on, yellow lab. Everyone thinks it's a guide dog anyway, but I've also got my uh, cane in my other hand. So, um, yeah, I don't know how blind can you be with a guide dog and a cane? Uh, you know, it, it's um, <laughs> and sunglasses super, on. Super blind. <laughs> super blind. Did you have the Sam Brown on? Because that would have completed the look. And I don't mean the singer from the That's right. late 80s. I mean... Um, Oh, what? You know, you know, oh, come on, you must know the Sam Brown. Robin, you know the Sam Brown, surely. I don't. Yeah, I did get one of those. I mean, nobody What's uses that? They it. didn't give me a cane, but they did give me a Sam Brown. It's a fluorescent kind of strip or... Um, Sash? So it, yeah, so, kind, of, kind yeah. of, yeah. Beauty queen. Yeah. yeah, okay. It's a belt. It's a fluorescent yellow belt. And from your bottom, your right <laughs> hip, up over your left shoulder and down behind to the sort of hip again is a diagonal yellow strip as well. So, Sorry, what's that for? Uh, Letting other cars know you're visibility. alive. Yeah. Other cars? I'm not a car. What? Why? <laughs> what? Why? Why is it called a Sam Brown? Uh, is it named maybe after... he was the grand inventor. Yeah. Okay. It was named yeah, after. Um, it. Was it touch me, touch me? Was that Sam Brown? Or was that stop? You've got to stop before. <laughs> You run me over. Okay, well, yeah. that was another amazing episode. Well done, us. Well, so, have I run out and got a cane? No, you yes. haven't. Yes. No, of course not. Nah. Someone send him a cane. Uh, well, on that <laughs> I'll, I'll bombshell, um, <laughs> we're off <laughs> until next Monday. So, apologies. That's probably wise. That's maybe wise, actually. I'll give people the chance to calm down after that episode. Um, do keep your <sighs> comments coming. Can't wait to read the inbox. <laughs> Email hello at blindguytalkstech.com. Call us on the number as always. Robin, Sean, thanks, guys. Catch you soon. Thank you. If you want even more Blind Guy in your life, visit blindguytalkstech.com for previous episodes. Find us on your podcast apps or ask Lady A or Lady G to play Blind Guy Talks Tech Podcast on Apple Podcasts. Thanks for listening. Catch you tomorrow.